Christos and Toronto L Fantasy. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We have breaking news to get to. We have all kinds of stuff. And we just have a tweet in from Adam Schefter as we speak. This is right now from Tom Brady's mouth. Wasn't on the Masked Singer last week. Was wearing a mask, though. So that that comes from Adam Schefter. Was not on the Masked Singer last week. So everybody can calm down on that theory. Let's, uh, Let's get to the news. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. We also have Grant about to join us on the show and talk about the Take Grant Tomlinson League that we have. We also have another league we might do uh, that I'll announce later, probably not today. But the the Take Grant Tomlinson League is already full, but Grant's going to come in and talk about the, uh, the prize that he's putting up uh, to anybody that can take him down. And he's also given this Tyreek Hill autographed helmet away to uh, the winner, if anybody can beat him, in the Cooper Cup League. So we're going to have that uh, to talk about with Grant in a second. So Grant is standing by. Look, uh, Tom Brady, we got to talk about Tom Brady. He's back at practice. He was not on this show that everybody was talking about, the Masked Singer. Whoa, he's going to be on the Masked Singer. He's going to be wearing a mask, Smitty. That's why he's absent. No, 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 no. He's back at headquarters throwing the football, um, but he was vacationing with his family at an exclusive resort in the Bahamas over the past week and a half, absent in August. I'm worried about Tom Brady not only declining because of you know the fact that he's getting to a point where he's going to have some of that drop-off. It's going to happen eventually. I know everybody wants to say Tom Brady's Tom Brady, never bet against the GOAT. But at some point, he's 45 years old, at some point his body's going to start breaking down and he's lost both guards. He's lost his center. He has two new wide receivers and Russell Gage and, and Julio Jones he has no rapport with yet. He lost Gronkowski. He's trying to build rapport with his tight end room. There's a lot of concern here. Leonard Fournette is always kind of disappointing, lining up at the wrong spot. So they go ahead and draft this new kid, Rashad White, who I absolutely love. To the moon. To the moon. To the moon, Rashad White. But rapport needs to be built. This is not a case where everybody can just say he's Tom Brady. He can do whatever he wants. He can take off and come back. He's Tom Brady. The team can't handle that. Maybe Tom can, but I, I really feel like the, the Bucks are in trouble. And I think this could be the year we see Tom Brady dip a little bit. I could be a year early, but I'd rather be a year early than a year late. There's no way that this is a good thing. There's no way that this helped Tom Brady and the Bucks. Maybe it helped Tom Brady in his mind. And I don't know what he's struggling with right now, but it seems like there's more going on. I feel like there's some regret in coming back. I think he thought he was going to the Miami Dolphins because that, that trade was almost done and locked in. Sean Payton, Tom Brady, some people don't know the details and the depth of that situation, but this was almost a done deal, essentially. And then the Flores stuff blew up and then the trade didn't happen. But Sean Payton and Tom Brady were headed to Miami. And so this guy had different, different, a different idea how his final year, if this is his final year, and I imagine it is, goes. So we'll be talking about a little bit more about that. I'm sure we'll get some phone calls on that. And then the one topic before we get Grant in here, Grant, I'm going to send you this link right now. Uh, go ahead and, and come on in. And uh, 
AJ Dillon and, and, and Aaron Jones are, are in a running back by committee. We already kind of knew that, but the fact that head coach Matt LaFleur is saying that Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon are the 1A and 1A, it, it's got to cause some concern. And I know that we think Aaron Jones is going to get fed a ton of receptions. He's got to be the best receiving option for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers in 2022 for this to work. To let Devontae Adams go elsewhere, you have to feed this man 80 to 90 receptions, Aaron Jones, for this to work, to even remotely work. But will Green Bay do that? Will Aaron Jones stay healthy? Will the fact that Aaron Jones is splitting the workload 50-50 with A.J. Dillon mean that he's splitting the receiving work 50-50? Everybody's assuming that Aaron Jones will get all the receiving work A.J. Dillon could get a little bit more or 50-50 of the between-the-tackle stuff. But my question is, are are people drafting this guy too high? I think they are. I think they are. And we got uh, we got Grant in the building. Grant, my man, what is up? Let me get rid of some of the stuff on the screen here. Uh, Grant, what's going on, my man? Not much. How are y'all? Uh, good, good. Um, so we're talking about a few things. Let me move some stuff around. It's all over the place here. I got stuff right on your face. I got I got this on your forehead right here. I'm sorry about that, Grant. Let me move that. Uh, the, the topic at hand, this Aaron Jones um, and A.J. Dillon thing, I want to get your thoughts on this first before we start talking about the prizes and the amazing uh, contributions you're making to the, to the leagues that we're doing. I appreciate you, Grant. Everybody appreciates you. But A- yeah, A.J. Sure. Dillon... Aaron Jones, the 1A and 1A, not the 1A and 1B, the 1A and 1A. Are people drafting him too high at 14, 15, 16 overall when when the assumption is that he'll get the PPR work, he'll get to 90 receptions, they have to do it right, he's the best receiver on the team in, in a way. But if he's if he's splitting the job, even the 50-50, like, or even the PPR work, is he not going to get there? Is there a risk of him getting, you know, injured. What do you think of, of Aaron Jones in that, that like 15 overall territory? For me, it's risky. Um, initially, I kind of really thought that with Devontae Adams out, he's going to be the leading target getter. He's got that rapport with Rodgers. I think where the big issue in lies is that he's just not going to score that many touchdowns, in my opinion. Not the way A.J. Dillon is going to get in within the, the five-yard line, and they're just going to pound it in with him from the goal line work. But having said that, I think he could catch 80 to 100 balls, and I know that's extremely lofty. So what you're going to lose in, in touchdowns, you're going to gain in receptions and receiving yards. But I think you're going to see that rushing volume drastically take a hit this year. So for me, I wouldn't be comfortable drafting at 14 or 15, but the end of the second round, early third, I'd be all in on that. He's going at 14. Like you want Aaron Jones, you're taking him mid-second round, and I'm starting to fade it. I'm not like calling bust necessarily because yeah. I agree with what you're saying and they can coexist. Like AJ Dillon can be on the field while Aaron Jones is, you know, out wide. You know, I, I, I get all that. But it's like at the same time, if these guys split, if they split it the way that I feel like sometimes they, they emphasize, I worry that they're splitting the PPR work too. It's not going to be, you know, they're going to try and keep him fresh. Like, you can't just use Aaron Jones everywhere and expect him to stay healthy. He's kind of an injury. He's kind of got that injury label still. He hasn't really ever shook it, like, shook it loose. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm as sorry. Far as, you... as far as value goes, I like, I'd rather take Dylan at the sixth or seventh all day long versus spending that draft capital at, at number 14 or 15 yeah. overall. Give me, give me Debo. Their, their point differential won't be that far apart. Give me Debo. Give me Tyreek Hill. 
and then give me AJ Dillon later. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. Grant, Grant, what is behind you? This magnificent Tomlinson jersey that's sitting behind you. We warned everybody to get into this league. Can you show everybody what it is that yeah, you're giving to anybody that can beat you in the take Grant Grant's Tomlinson league? Look at this. All right, so here we got. So believe it or not, this is um, the very first memorabilia jersey I've ever received or collected whenever I started my collection a long time ago. So I figured this would be fitting this year to go ahead and give this away to, um, you know, some lucky winner who can who can dethrone me. And um, it's pretty sentimental for me being this is my first jersey I ever collected. And obviously, Tomlinson's one of the all-time goats for fantasy football, so I just thought this would be extremely appropriate to uh, give away. Yeah, that that is that is quite a. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. That frame, that frame alone. Oh, it's a great. Yeah. I mean, that looks amazing. So the winner of the Take Grant's Tomlinson League is going to get this puppy, but they got to win it. They got to beat you, Grant. If you win it, I don't want you giving it away. I don't want you giving it to second place. The whole point is they got to knock you off in order to get that thing. So Absolutely. I'm at, and then so what I've also got too for our other league. The Cooper Cup League. Cooper Cup. Oh, that thing is beautiful. League. Let's go this way. So it is oh. an autographed Hydroflex Tyreek Hill inscribed where it says Cheetah, which is obviously his nickname on the front. So you can oh. see this. This is cameras backwards. So we were gonna we Just were gonna gorgeous. do the we were gonna do that cheat the or the uh the Niner helmet, but this is it got swapped out. So guys, don't yeah, complain. that's is... my bad on that. I completely forgot. So I buy, sell, flip, trade, do all yeah. kind of stuff, and I've just honestly forgot about it. No, no, I, no I knew wor- that we had done it, and so that was that's my bad, man. No, no, no. But that 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 Tyreek helmet is sick. That is sick. Yeah, it's also pretty cool. And also, I might even throw in a custom visor too uh, with Tyreek Hill and like his autograph all Actually, over it. Actually, so. can we can we do that for another league that that I'm going to tell you about? Yeah, for sure. Versus, okay, so that we're going to do the take Michael K C P A down league, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want you in on that as well, and maybe that's okay. the 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 prize for that. Do you have that nearby? I don't. I'd have to have it custom created from my from my guy, but that won't. That's easy. Won't take you. too hard. It's not too hard to do. To think, I fired this guy as my intern once. Unbelievable. I know it's crazy, man. Head scratching move on my part. If anybody hasn't watched the intern show on on the That's on the right. main YouTube channel, okay, Grant. So we got okay, Tom Brady. Everybody thinks I'm a little crazy by overreacting to Tom Brady being missing. I look red flags. That's my my thing. You start compiling multiple red flags. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. You say, okay, I'm injury yep. prone. That's one red flag. Workload concern, another red flag. I'm out. Multiple red flags, I'm deucing. And and Tom Brady's 45 years old. The decline's eventually going to happen. And, you, know, you could either be a year early or a year late. It's up to you if you want to use that one red flag as a, a, a running point. But then you mix in the fact that lost both guards, lost his center, lost Gronkowski, lost uh, Godwin in a sense because he won't be... 100% healthy. He's got two new wide receivers in Julio Engage. He's been missing for over 10 days in August, which he never would have do, done, Grant. He would never have done that during another year. If this Tom, if this was a focused, I'm in it 100% mentally, emotionally, physically. There's no, I don't care if Giselle planned a vacation 10 years ago 
and couldn't refund the tickets and it cost a million dollars to go on the trip and she'd lose a million. He would have said, this is football. I'm, I'm, I'm there in August. There's so many red flags here. I'm running for the hills. I'd rather have, and this is similar to the Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon conversation. Would you rather draft AJ Dillon over Aaron Jones in the second round? No. Would you rather have AJ Dillon in round six and use your capital in round two on a Debo or Hill? Very different way of answering that, right? Same thing here. Absolutely. I'm not saying I would draft this guy over Tom Brady. I'm not a moron. But I'm saying I would rather bump my draft capital or use my draft capital on something else and get this guy later. And he wouldn't go that much later. But give me Davis Mills. Give me D- Davis Mills. I'm not... I'm not look at Grant's reaction. I'm not say I'm not saying I would not draft Tom Brady. I'm just saying I fear decline. I think Davis Mills is a top ten quarterback this year. Look at Grant's reaction. Look at Grant's reaction. I know this is bold, but Tom Brady, there's gonna be a moment where he drops off. He's gonna if anybody thinks that it's for sure not gonna happen, I think they're crazy. I think they're crazy, Grant. I actually agree with a lot of what you said. I would completely pump the brakes on Davis Mills. I like now, Davis I Mills. do think in a super flex, he's going to be a solid, solid you know, quarterback 14, 15. I think he's actually going to do a lot better than what most people think um, this year. I think Davis Mills is actually a lot better quarterback than a lot of people give him credit for, even yeah. though the Houston is hot trashed or garbage. They're probably the worst team in the league. But people have to remember, you have to look at – they are – so bad they're going to be getting blown out. They're going to have to throw the ball nonstop. So Brandon Cooks is a bump for me. I like Damian Pierce. Davis Mills is going to put up statistics even though they're going to get blown out. So you got to look at it from a fantasy football yeah, point but of investment, view. He's going to do great in fantasy, but he's not going to be great in real life. It's kind of like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts he, is not that great of an NFL quarterback. See, I disagree he's with you there. Phenomenal. I disagree with you there. I think both of them are actually going to be so much better on a football from a football standpoint. I you hope know, so because I like them both. I think both yeah. of them are awesome people. Like I'm rooting for them. I don't want to say what I'm saying. Like I, I really root for Jalen Hurts. He's a phenomenal stand-up guy. Yeah, he just has a lot of deficiencies. Um. So so, what, what? Tell me about Brady though. What are you thinking on Brady? Okay. Yeah. As far as Brady goes, I really do. It's coming this year next. The thing that scares me more than anything with Tom Brady is his offensive line. He thought he was going to have one of the top three, four all overall offensive lines. Jensen's out. He's lost both guards. He doesn't have the center like you were saying. That interior is going to get crushed this fall. And I am really worried Brady in his, in his age does not want pressure. He does not want that. You know, Julio is going to be Julio. He's going to be okay. Don't expect too much out of him. Russell, Russell Gage is going to be pretty good. You know, Godwin comes back probably week three or four in full force. It's going to take a little bit of time, but, you know, I don't have a problem taking him in the eighth, ninth, tenth round, but it just scares me is when he falls off, he's going to fall off yeah. hard. And, and I just don't know when that is. And again, I, I, I think people, I knew people weren't going to take what I said the way that, I, and I tried to preface it too. I'm not saying I would right. draft Tom Brady after I would take Davis Mills. I'm saying, correct. I'm, 100% I'm saying, let's say you're, let's say you're in a two QB league. Okay, and you're looking at being able to land a DK or a McLaurin or a player like that instead of going Tom Brady. I would much rather wait and take Davis Mills like three, four rounds later, go risky at my running back two and have that extra player, ETN, have an extra. You could, you could literally have a Brees Hall or an ETN in a super flex 
instead of drafting Tom Brady. Now, if it's a dynasty league, ironically, I might be more back in because people are running for the hills on the older guys. And so in, in dynasty two QB leagues, I think there's an advantage to waiting on QB this year. Um, especially he'll fall, how, he'll fall into the 12th, yeah. 13th, 14th rounds. So it's a great steal in, in, in a yeah. dynasty super flex because you're only going to keep him for a year. Let's but be honest. So most people will hear what I late. say and, and they'll literally just like try and draw their own conclusion from what I'm trying to, to emphasize, but get, give me an ETN Brees Hall with a Davis Mills versus a Brady and a later player in a two QB league all day long. Now in, sure. in a, in a read in a one QB league, I'm not starting Davis Mills. Davis Mills is a backup quarterback to me in a great one, right. like a really good gem. Put him on your bench. Sometimes even your third quarterback, and then you trade another quarterback because you got Davis Mills that will do well. But in a, in a one QB league, there's no way I'm not drafting Joe Burrow in round six or uh hurts in round six, seven or Trey Lance in round, you know, six, seven, eight, wherever those guys are falling. Like I'm not resorting to even a Tom Brady, to be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not starting Tom Brady in a one QB league. I'm not starting Davis Mills in a one QB league in a two QB league though. My perspective is that is to, to use your earlier draft capital instead of using it on Brady, where I think this could be a down year for Brady. Use, use the later draft capital on Davis Mills. And I love that people clown emoji that there are a couple people that clown emoji that they, they don't, they're not even understanding what I'm saying. They're casuals. They're coming in. They're, re, they're hearing what I'm saying, but they're not listening to what I'm saying. Davis Mills has so much upside for the draft capital that you got to spend. And, and it, 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 it's, it, it, it matters where you're taking them and what you're doing with the capital that you now get to use elsewhere. So yep. for, for anybody that's hearing that wrong, I, I feel bad for you, but it is what it is. Um, Lamar Jackson, another guy I'm kind of fading. And I, I know uh, most people disagree with me on this one, I find. But there's so many red flags. There's losing your number one wide receiver. Oh, Bateman, Bateman, this, Bateman, that. Bateman hasn't proven it yet. He has conversion stats. He's but it's 500 yards. You, you can only draw so many conclusions from a workload that is 500 yards. One TD, 500 yards. Um, the offense is it's got a running back room that's an all ACL team. They're all coming back from ACL tears. You got Tyler the 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 Beatty Batty, who was the only guy I really like in the running back room this year. You've got uh, an offense where they want to run the football more. The guy gained 18 pounds, Grant. He's up 18 pounds. I actually like Lamar Miller this year, and I know Lamar that Jackson. I'm. This is not us agreeing on this one. I'm actually pretty confident in him. Reason being is they're not going to, other than Mark Andrews and maybe this new tight end likely that that's been showing out in the uh, preseason. We know Bateman's going to be okay. He's not going to be a superstar. I realize he's going to take a lot of the vacated targets, but let's be realistic. Like Lamar Jackson is not the greatest passer. He's got he throws a great ball. You know, it's kind of all over the place. And I actually like the fact that he's bulked up because he's still going to be plenty fast. Let's be realistic. He's going to be four, 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 five. Don't worry about that. He'll yeah. be more. Not worry he'll about be speed. able to take his hits. But since I don't think that they're going to want to throw the ball as much, they're going to want to do what they did. You know, his the year that he it was 2019, whenever he was set going off, he is going to run the ball a lot more because he's bulked up and he's going to have that extra padding to take those hits. That and the fact I think J.K. Dobbins will come back. He'll have a, a pretty good year. You never want to want to have the, the running back in the first year after an ACL tear. You want to have him in the second year, a la Dalvin Cook, multiple other examples. It's always yeah. year two is where they bounce back because it, what I learned from you a couple of years on the, on the Dalvin Cook deal is that usually the first year back, 
uh, hamstring problems hamstring. from the AC tail. Other it's leg injuries, horrendous. compensation Correct. injuries. So, JK, stay exactly away. Right. Barkley had the full year of compensation, yep. you know, recovery. So Barkley's yeah, in so the I, same I, spot I like, that. Yeah, and I'm not as high on Barkley as you are. I, I know you'd probably be okay to second round. I'm I'm okay third round, but I'm not okay second round until Barkley yeah, so proves I'm going to go Barkley with, yeah, I, I actually like Barkley in the mid-second round. Uh, yeah, my me. big draft is this weekend, and I've got the seventh overall pick, so I'm hoping I can get Barkley to fall Javante. to me in that second round. Javante. But, Javante. well, Javante's going to be gone. I mean, yeah. I, I know my league, usually about 11 running backs go in the first round. And there's no way Javante gets past eight or nine. I know sometimes he does, man. But but yeah, in your you might you, you got to know your league. If you know your league mates, and they're not going to let Javante fall. But I just want to preface that because I don't want people to be in here, you know, thinking that that it's acceptable at all to pass on Javante anywhere inside your round two. Um, I know, and I'm actually thinking about taking now. Create this is a standard league, not PPR, not half point PPR. Um, you know, it's going to be seven running backs in a row. That's just how this draft goes. If you don't get a running back early and often, you will not have a running back. and You cannot win the league without a running back. So I'm actually thinking about taking Javante at seven overall. I know that's a little lofty, but I believe I, in the guy. I mean, I, I, I believe that strongly that he is going to be top five this year. I mean, yeah. he's got everything you could possibly imagine. I, and he now has a quarterback who can throw the ball. That's actually going to open him up to break those tackles. They're going to safeties, linebackers are going to have to play the respect the pass. Drew Locke, you know, he just can't throw the ball. They came up, they played the run, and even then, Javante was still what one or two in broken tackles, yards after contact, one, every one imaginable stat you can imagine, one. and it's even better. And I just don't see that Melvin Gordon. They're not going to split. They're not going to split fifty fifty this year. No, Melvin knows that coaching stack's not going to do that. Melvin already I mean, said. He even came back yeah. on Twitter a couple days ago and said they want Javante to be the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melvin, so Melvin Gordon's going to his word. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Gordon's basically telling us that that you know it's 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 Javante season, but I'm going to try my best to to hold on to the job as long as possible. But again, the red flag thing. Gordon is up there. Mileage is high. Javante's uh, the next JT in my opinion. And I know a lot of people think that's crazy to say, but I don't care. I don't care. People don't, people don't realize that Denver's offensive line has vastly improved since last year. They are going to open up. They, they got some Maulers in the draft, Maulers in, um, in free agency. They're going to completely open up just massive holes for him. I mean, Javante Williams is the truth this year and I, I hate overselling it, but that's really what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you for that. Uh, Ron Navy's telling, telling everybody I'm having a, a Brady meltdown. Um, where's the, where's the report? Chris M wants to know, where's the Aaron Jones running back by committee report? Well, first of all, you don't need a report to know that that's true. I mean, it is a running Correct. back by committee, but there is a report. I'll put it on the screen for you. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur said Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are 1A and 1A. Can't get more running back by committee than that. <laughs> like the, literally can't even call 1A B. They're both 1As. Um, but the question will be just if they use him enough in the receiving game and he stays healthy and they can somehow get him to 90 receptions, then it's going to be okay for Aaron Jones. But tough tough to say. Uh, Jake has a super chat here. He says, uh do, uh, Dobbs or Pickens, I feel like Dobbs has a very natural path to uh, import, uh, importance in, in Green Bay. Devontae targets need to go somewhere. It's an Aaron Rodgers versus Mitchell Trubisky situation, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, I, I would probably say Dobbs has the, 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 the easier path because there's more volume. They're probably in the same position 
in terms of like where they're at right now. Like, but I think the climb for Dobbs will be very fast and he's, he's produced a lot and the volumes just there. So if I had to pick long-term, I'd probably pick Pickens. If I have to pick just 2022, I think Dobbs could be the, one of the most productive rookies out of all the wide receivers. Believe it or not, I'm actually going to go the opposite way on that for, for just for the sake of just for the sake of arguing on this. That's point. fine. You kind of see They're both, both great. Point. Oh, phenomenal! I think George Pickens is going to ball out this year. But the only reason I'm worried about Dobbs or Duke or however, however you pronounce it is that they took Christian Watson first round. That's their guy. That's what they want. They've got Alan Lazard. You know, I realize he has not played with Aaron Rodgers yet. Okay, that's great. Jordan Love is peppering him with targets. But that's not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw whoever he wants the ball. He's not going to throw to whoever's open. It's whoever he wants the ball to go to. He's proven it over and over and over. You still have Randall Cobb there. You know, I don't know that he's going to get the volume that everybody thinks. Even though he's great, he's going to be open. you got to get Rodgers to throw him the ball, and I just don't necessarily think that's going to happen. And that's yeah. what I worry about, unlike Pickens, who is the clear-cut number two guy there. Trubisky, they don't care. They're going to throw to whoever. Now, granted, yeah. it's going to be a limited volume. They're going to run through Najee. I understand Pickett. that. Once Pickett gets in there, pick, like Pickett, Pickett in, like I'm telling everybody this and they think I'm absolutely nuts. I, I know everybody but Ron Navy. I'm assuming you're you're not going to think I'm crazy either. But but Deontay doesn't have an advantage over over Pickens once Pickett gets Correct. in there. This is a this is a young quarterback to a young wide receiver where they've had a lot of time to work together. The rapport is actually it could be stronger. And and Big Ben, it's so not talked about enough that Big Ben literally peppers you with targets to the point where you produce and if you take that away from Deontay, what are we going to get? I don't know yet. I'm not saying Deontay can't do like people misunderstand what I'm saying. Deontay can still play well. Deontay could still have a, a pretty decent year, like uh, maybe even a you know a, a wide receiver season that warrants like six or seventh round value or whatever. I, I but but he's not a third round pick. People are taking Deontay in the third and fourth round sometimes, and I'm like, I'd rather have Pickens. This is the same conversation. Would I take Pickens over Deontay? No, I'm not a moron. But would I take Pickens way downstream and use the earlier draft capital on something else like ETN? Absolutely, all day long. Yeah. But but I agree with you. Dobbs versus Pickens is hard to to assess. You make a great point that Watson was the draft capital choice, and sometimes teams are driven by that. But Dobbs just looks so good. I think for completely agree. this season, rookie only season, I would say Dobbs feels like he has a little advantage. But I like Pickens more. I like Pickens more. Pickens looks polished. Not that Dobbs doesn't, but Pickens looks like. He's been in the league for three years. And I know we've, I haven't yep. seen a bunch. I know people are going to say that's preseason Smitty, but we've seen it in camp. We've seen it all over. I feel like, I feel like we're really looking at like one of those, those situations that later on we laugh that we even, that some people, I didn't, and you, you maybe don't comp people actually contemplate that, that Deontay is the number one there for the future. I think people are going to laugh about it a year from now. Yep. It's kind of like what we were talking about whenever C.D. Lamb was drafted two years ago. Yeah, Cooper. To make this Perfect. Point. Perfect. So I was going back on my website the other day, and I was looking back at old podcasts and stuff we did. I was like, I'm going to listen to this one. There was, and I, it was like August 6th or something. I had to go back and check it out. 
that you and I both agreed that within two years of that podcast that Amari Cooper would not even be on the team. He yeah. would not even be a Dallas Cowboy. And I remember the backlash we got on that. Everybody yeah. was just saying, y'all are crazy. Amari, Amari Cooper's just, you know, look at his stats, what he's going to do. And we both just threw our hands up and said, all right, well, time will tell. But mark my word, C.D. Lamb has got the perfect opportunity, and there's no way that Amari Cooper's even going to be on that team. So yeah, yeah. I really feel like that, you know, you and I have a pretty good understanding of, of how – teams want to structure and I think George Pickens moving on is, is definitely going to be the guy yeah and, and, and you think about like Cooper Cooper had remember week one Cooper went nuts and everyone's like oh went yeah Lam, Lamb's really the guy huh Smitty Cooper's a top five wide receiver Cooper fell off so quick I feel like Deont I feel like Deontay's no better than Amari Cooper was in people's mind now everybody's gonna Correct. say oh no I knew Cooper wasn't gonna everybody's gonna have the answers now Everyone's gonna have the answers yeah. out Monday morning. Monday morning quarterback in this thing, but I guarantee you, Amari Cooper coming out of Week One was higher ranked than people have Deontay right now in their mm-hmm. minds. You know, so that that's a great comparison. Um, let's see. Ron Navy says I've been able to draft both on my teams. Yeah, Dobbs is a really good. He was a really good crafty grab in best ball drafts. Now everybody wants him, and he's going really high. I have another wide receiver that I think is a must-own in best ball, and that's uh, Shakir, the rookie wide receiver for the Bills. I think McKenzie could be the guy, but I think Shakir could also be the guy, so he's a good grab. Uh, we are talking about Jalen Warren, the backup running back at Pittsburgh, being a great guy to grab in best ball if anybody needs any. Any guys no one else is going to know or really own, and so if they got in there, they'd be a difference maker. Um, do you like St. Brown this year? I love St. Brown. I do. So if you, so everybody says, all right, well, the only reason he did good in the last eight games, which he was what wide receiver three overall. I can't remember exactly what it was in PPR formats. Last six but, games. Number two. Yeah. I was close. Mm-hmm. Well, Hawkinson's coming back. Um, you'll have Jamison Williams a little bit and Swift is now going to come back and, and garnish some of those um, swing passes and, and receptions. I don't care. They figured out how to use Amon Ra. He is going to be a, a stud again. I've taken him and I can't tell you how many leagues, dynasty startups, he is going to get eight to 10 targets a game. And I don't care that uh, Jamison Williams coming out. I think they're going to want to use his speed to go vertical. And then I think you're going to see Amon Ra, who's a great slot receiver, who's going to get a lot underneath. I don't, they understood how to use him late and they could seriously use Hawkinson as a decoy to get Amon Ra the ball uh, in open space and watch him just be electrifying in open space. So I don't see that. Obviously, do I think he's going to be the wide receiver two over six weeks? No, I'm not an idiot. But I do think he could be a back-end wide receiver one for the season. Like, yeah. I mean, He's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah, this isn't the idiot podcast, okay? Right. Maybe I it mean, needs to be. I don't know. I don't know. But, but for right now, I'm going to say St. Brown to the moon. Um, yep. I'm on Raw St. Brown to me. To the moon. Is literally the the craftiest wide receiver two you could have in a, in a strategy where you ignore your wide receiver two for a little bit and you come back around, yeah. you put Amon Ross St. Brown right in there. This guy's dad was Mr. Universe in 1981. And I think 1982 and his dad's like, you know, there's like reports and stuff about his dad saying that he trains his son, how to avoid injury. And these people don't know what they're doing in the NFL about train, you know, avoiding injury. And so this dad, he's got it in, in his blood to be a, a workhorse, you know, workout machine and he and he and he's got a chip on his shoulder Amon Ross St. Brown because 
He got passed on by so many teams. He knows every wide receiver that was taken ahead of him. Dude's got uh, focus, laser focus, and and he a you know proven track record already. Like pr- he's proven, he's proven. You don't trip and fall into being top five in like essentially every single week from week thirteen on. It wasn't like he had a yep. big week thirteen and a big week you know, 16. And so if you take his average of weeks, he was top five. He was, he was top five, top five every single week from like week 13 to week 18. And he, and, and, he, and it averages out to be number two. So even if we don't extrapolate that recklessly, like you, you shouldn't do that. it still, to me, tells me a story that this guy's got top 10 potential upside. And you plan for later than that. You don't even draft him as a top 10 wide receiver. That's like if, if you're right, he's a top ten wide receiver, and you you hit a home run, you get him as a, a wide receiver three. You know he's a fantastic. Absolutely. He's going around twenty five to twenty eight, if I remember right. And I just think there's so much value. You can I'm not going to say punt wide receiver two, but if you're going strong, you know three headed monster. You know if you take two running backs and a tight end, you could probably get him in the fifth round, and I would feel extremely comfortable with him with him as a wide receiver two. Yeah, and like people extremely comfortable. and people judging his route. Like I see a couple of route running comments, and like, like, can he not get better? Can he? Does he not have the ability to do what he did last year and get better? You know, like when people say Jamar Chase yeah. is inconsistent, like he's inconsistent. He's not. Can, can Burrow not get better? Offense. People don't understand game can, flow. The the Bengals run the slow, and this is another thing where I'm really scared of the Bengals offense. They're going to be phenomenal. They're going to be put up points, but you also have to be aware that they run the slowest pace of offense of any other team in the league. They want to take their time and they want to go through Joe Mixon. So I would pump the, Jamar breaks or Jamar chase. Jamar breaks. Jamar breaks. <laughs> Jamar chase is going to have games where he just balls out, but then there's going to be games where he disappears based on game flow. If they're up by 28, 31 points, that's extreme 17 points. They're not going to throw the ball. They're going to just pound the running backs. I'm going to so push back you, on that. You have to look at game flow. I, I agree. I agree with some of what you're saying. But I'm going to push back on that and say that I think everybody judging Jamar and trying to put him in this box of this is what you're going to get moving forward when he he just had the best rookie wide receiver season we've ever we've ever seen. And so yeah. when you when you take uh, uh, well him and Jefferson and you take you take this this guy. That did what he did, hitting a rookie wall because he didn't even have a college season the year prior because he sat out. So, like, here's a guy that's definitely going to hit a rookie wall because he's not even used to playing because he took the year off. And then people are judging his pattern as a rookie as something you can extrapolate over the course of his career and say he's going to be inconsistent. Like, maybe the flow of game was because they had offensive line issues. Maybe, you know, I think they're going to change that a little bit. And I think we're going to see Joe Burrow throw for 45 touchdown passes in 2022, and 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 that's going to make that's going to make Jamar Chase go up too. So the whole, you know, Chase is what he is already. He was a rookie, people. He was a rookie. And he'll get better. He'll get it's better. Get him better him better. and Jefferson are only going to get better. That tier that they're in a tier on their own. Like Cooper Cup's in that tier right now currently, but like from like a dynasty perspective. JJ and Jamar Chase are going to separate themselves so far away from the other crew in a little bit. What like, Jamar or what, what Justin Jefferson's going to do this year is going to be freaky. 2K? He's going to do what? Yeah, I mean Justin Jefferson's going to do similar to what Cooper Cup did last year. Two K, basically the exact the exact same offense. I don't know about two thousand yards per se, but his touchdowns. I, I I'm not trying to overshoot it. I don't want to oversell it. I don't want to be that guy. But I could see at least fourteen, fifteen touchdowns out of him. I mean, yeah, he is I, clearly the guy. 
in that offense. He loves the route. I mean, I think he's going to be peppered with targets. They're going to run a lot of play action off of it. A lot of the, the outside run zone schemes, you know, with Dalvin. It's just going to open it up. They're, they're running that Rams offense. So I really think that – I mean, how many times did you see Cooper Cup just running down the middle of the field? Everybody knew he's getting the ball, and he's just wide open. Well, if you take a freak athlete like Justin Jefferson, who is that much better physically gifted than Cooper Cup, and you put him in the same offense, that could be scary. So mm-hmm. I think Jefferson – in my opinion, Jefferson's my wide receiver one this year. Um, I yeah, like Chase I mean, two, and I like Cup three. Look, so – the wind it just kind of depends. The wind is blowing a little to the left. I'm going to go JJ right now. It blows a little to the right. I'm going to go Jamar Chase. Like I don't I don't even know which one's my number 1. I think sometimes I let the stack, which I love the stack. And st- stacking can help you, but it also is irrelevant in some ways. But I think because I love stacking Chase and Burrow together and I think that they're going to have very few games where they don't absolutely explode the consistency will be there. I like to stack them both, but I am rotating. I have leagues where I'm like picking four or five overall, and I'm and I'm deciding to go wide receiver that high, which I do. I don't care what people say in PPR. I'm doing it. I'm rotating. I've been rotating them. I got Jefferson in one. You got to diversify. You can't put all your eggs in one basket because if an injury happens and your your whole season, all your seasons go down the tank. But I mean, yeah, in in one year from now or two years from now, it'll be JJ Jamar and then like everybody else. I don't think there's anybody yeah. that can like land. I think Lamb could sniff that tier on occasion, but he just seems like a, a tier below. Like, even though I love Lamb, even though he's a f- potential first-rounder in Dynasty, it's a whole different tier level. Like, it's a whole, like you yeah. said, 15. I think we could see JJ and Chase getting 15-plus TDs on the regular. I completely agree with you that. Um, so. Hey, well, Sydney, I've got to run. My wife's got another appointment, and i got to go uh, take care of the baby, but... I appreciate can, the time. Can you hold um, up the, the Can you hold up the chief helmet one more time? Yeah. Th- this is going to the Cooper Cup winner right here. This autographed Kansas City Chief. Uh what is that called? A turb what's it called? A hyd- hydro? It's called a Hydroflex. I'm going the wrong way with it. Yeah, so it's called a uh Hydroflex. <laughs> so sick, man. Cooper Cup League winner is getting that bad boy. That's if you right. beat Grant. It's awesome. Oh, and then the Thomas. Yeah, you gotta do that first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grant, appreciate you coming on. Everybody go check out grantlandpart2.com and grantlandpart2 on Instagram. Yeah. I haven't been posting much on the website, so probably disregard that one. But uh, here probably next week, uh, Instagram will start blowing up with more fantasy football talk. Okay. So so Instagram. Let let me go see real quick how many. I'm sorry. Tell your wife. Hold on. I just got to check your IG real quick. Uh, uh, Grantland. Sorry. Okay. Grantlandpart2. He has currently two, 2,962 followers. 2,962. Yep. If Grant Land Part 2 isn't at 3,000 followers by the end of the day, I, I might not do a live stream uh, Tuesday night. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take, we'll take away a mock draft live stream. I want him at 3,000 followers. Okay? That'd Grant, awesome. we'll see you later. Yeah, All right. Sounds good. See y'all. Later. I want Grant. I want Grant at three thousand subscribe or uh, followers on Instagram. Grantland Part Two. You know, let let me. Uh, I could probably drop that link in here. Copy the URL. Let me put it in here. Here we go. Here's Grant's IG. Okay, I just posted it. I'm gonna pin it right now. The dude is at twenty nine sixty two. Twenty nine sixty two. 
Let's get him to 3,000 followers on IG, please. I mean, this, this is my guy. This is my this is my number one intern. If we can't get him to 3,000 subscribers, we might as well just shut down. If we don't have that kind of power. If we don't have that kind of firepower to get him from 2,962 up for, like in a matter of minutes, up 40 followers. What are we doing here? Okay. Appreciate Grant coming on the show. That's my intern. That's my intern. And uh, you can watch the Fantasy Football Intern sitcom. It's on my YouTube channel. It's got a whole row on the on the main homepage of my YouTube channel. There's four episodes of the Fantasy Football Intern. It's kind of like the league meets um, the office meets a show that got canceled and didn't ever make it to, to, to air. That That's the... the, the the combination that you're going to get out of that sitcom, but a lot of hours went into producing this sitcom. It's a, it's a comedy obviously, uh, but go watch it, go watch it. Uh, Grant has, okay. We are up about, you know, five, six, seven, eight followers. Keep it, keep it coming. When you get Denny to a million followers, <laughs> 38 is easy. That's right. All right, let's get to the rest of the news. Um, this trade right here, Vikings announced that they traded conditional seventh round pick in 2024 NFL draft to the Raiders in exchange for Nick Mullins as a weird trade. It was a nothing burger. I had one person DM me. Am I going live on it? No, <laughs> no, that's not breaking news. Not going live. Uh, this isn't breaking newsworthy content either. Uh, Carolina Panthers naming Baker Mayfield as their starter in week one. Um, you know, we kind of knew this would happen. Baker, it's Baker's job to lose. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in Baker. I think he could do okay. I'm not necessarily counting him out, but he has no fantasy relevant you know, relevance for me. He only makes uh, DJ Moore a little bit more enticing. Hopefully DJ Moore can get some consistency and play a little better. Zach Moss ran the ball four times for 19 yards and two touchdowns in the last preseason game on Saturday. And and, and I think this is something that like needs to be talked about because we kind of felt like we we're at a point where we knew Moss was on the side and then the peripheral. But maybe he's not going to go away. This feels like a running back by committee um, pretty hardcore. Singletary feels like the guy to own based on last year, but you got Cook coming in looking like he might take over. I think long term, I'd rather have Cook. I, I, I think Singletary's had long enough to, to, to convince us, kind of like Penny, long enough to convince us that he can either do it long term or not. So I kind of view Singletary and Penny the same way, on borrowed time, if you will. So for me, Zach Moss, no thank you. Uh, Cook, Jared Cook, that's the only guy I'd be willing to own, but it depends on the cost of entry. I'm not going to invest a really high pick in, in any of that Buffalo Bill backfield because you just don't know what you're going to get. Tom Brady back and ready at practice. This is good news for the Bucks, but again, a lot of reasons for me to avoid Tom Brady walking into 2022. Um, let's hit the uh, phone lines and do the voicemails. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Down 602 NFL. We are going to be taking your phone calls and talking fantasy football for the next, uh, I don't know, about 30 30 minutes or so. We will eventually start capping the show at about an hour to an hour and a half instead of going like two and two hours like we sometimes, you know, get in, getting out of control. Uh, Because we have, uh, you know, we have a whole lot of... um, uh, of other shows to do, and I don't want to wear myself out to the point where I don't feel like doing a night live stream, you know, such and such things. So we're going to go ahead and kind of make sure we curb it to about an hour, hour and a half. 
Um, let's go ahead and get to uh, some of these voicemails that we've got hopefully waiting for us. Or did somebody drop the ball? Did somebody drop the ball and not leave some voicemails? What's this one? Is this old? You don't do. You don't. <laughs> All I hear is myself. Okay, Kenny. Hey, Smitty, I know you're high on Davis Mills. How do you feel about his weapons this oh, year? Are you buying? Hold on, I didn't have the phone lines completely opened yet. I'm. I apologize for that. Give Give me one second. Let me make sure it's activated. And and you know, I get a lot of Davis Mills pushback. I don't really care. You know, I don't care what people think of me. Um, I'm bold for a reason and, and I don't just throw like mud at the wall. There's, there's rhyme and reason to it. Davis Mills is an attractive late round player. Okay, here we go. Kenny. Hey Smitty, I know you're high on Davis Mills. How do you feel about his weapons this year? Are you buying Nico Collins and Bevan Jordan? Uh, uh, Brev, uh Jordan, I'm, I'm not necessarily buying. He's a sleeper to kind of monitor, but Nico Collins. Yeah, he could be a, he could be a guy you put on the bench as you're like one of your last wide receivers, but could climb into your wide receiver three role if you hit injuries or bye weeks. So I absolutely love Nico Collins. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to and where are you calling from? Hi, man. I'm calling from DC. My name is Sam. Nice to meet you. Sam, what's up, my man? You said you're calling from where? DC. Oh, DC. Okay. What's up, Sam? So I had my draft yesterday, right? Okay. And I just want to get your thoughts on my draft. All right. Uh, let me get to the marker board. Okay. Go go ahead. Hit me with it. Herbert, Eckler, Javante, Mike Evans, Amonra St. Brown, David Njoku, Bateman. And then on my bench, I have Hunt, Thielen, Claypool, Ken Walker, and just a bunch of other random receivers. Okay, so I got St. Brown, Evans, Javante, Eckler, um, Herbert. Uh, who else? So Herbert, Eckler, Javante, Mike Evans, Amonra, and Joku, Bateman. Okay. And Hunt, you said Hunt. And on my bench, I have um, Hunt, Thielen, Claypool, and Ken Walker. Okay, and Walker. Um, is Brian Robinson available? No, he's not. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because he, you know, he goes undrafted sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the team. I think Herbert is is you know you can't get any better than that. He could be the number one quarterback. The stack is kind of interesting, and I like it. I like it. Um, you are heavily reliant on on uh, uh, Chargers, but but it's okay. You know, it's a it's a very high octane offense. I think you'll be good. Javante Evans, St. Brown. I'm I'm very very pleased with what I see here. Um, do I would I like to see you get into a maybe stronger flex? Yeah, but I mean, there's not much to work with. Not saying that in a bad way. Just saying, you know, I don't really want you mm-hmm. trading either running back. Uh, you're not going to get what you what you want out of Evans in a trade, and I highly doubt anybody's going to overpay for a quarterback. Um, so you're kind of stuck w- hoping that Walker breaks out, which he very well could. Bateman ends up being higher. 
you know, higher than anybody anticipates. And, you know, Hunt gets a starting job through injury or something, and then you're in the money. You know, I, I just make sure there aren't guys like Brian Robinson, like you said, isn't available. So Brian Robinson, um, Tyler Algiers, interesting. Um, Pacheco could, you know, be a guy. And if you've got small benches, you may have to just monitor yeah, those guys. Yeah, so like there's a cap coming, and people are reaching for them too. So it's like, yeah. But I am really hot on um, in Joku because I did a little research, and Jacoby. If you look at Mike Gusecki's stats from last year, when Jacoby Brissett came into the game, he just broke out. And then in 2019, when half of Mike or half of Jacoby Brissett's touchdowns went to tight end, so. And they paid Njoku a lot, so I'm really high on Njoku. I feel like he's going to break out. Yeah, I mean, Njoku, you know, Njoku's that guy, you see him, and he looks like a monster, and you're like, how's this guy not a top yeah. five tight end? The way, His physical size and, and his strength, but he just somehow doesn't do it each year. But, uh, you know, I like your team a lot. I, you know, I think for you, and, and I, I don't say this in a negative way, it's just me being honest and trying to get you to the championship. I think for you, you need mm-hmm. one thing to happen, whether that's from your bench, which is fine. You know, whether it's self-made, like you drafted this team. If Walker becomes a top five to ten running back, boom, that's the thing that you need to happen to happen. Yeah. But it could be also definitely. on waivers and through trades, through the buy low, sell high videos that we'll do pretty much. I think every Wednesday we should have that buy low, sell high uh, video mm-hmm. between the buy low, sell high videos, between the waiver wire videos that I'm going to drop. We're gonna get you, try and get you that Eli Mitchell of 2022, and if you do that, game yeah. over. You know that you just don't get caught sleeping. Focus really hard on making sure you're on your toes to getting that extra piece, and don't let anybody else run in and grab them because that'll be your missed yeah, chance definitely. of 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 you know putting the nail in the coffin. Yeah, I'm excited for those videos because this is my first year watching the channel. I, I followed a lot of other channels before, but I don't know they weren't cutting it for me, so it's like. So what you're so saying? I like this channel now. Yeah, what you're saying is this channel is cutting it for you. Yeah, I appreciate definitely. that. I appreciate that, Sam from DC. Call in any time, Sammy. I appreciate you, man. You too. Have a good day. Yeah, bye. All right, dial in. Call into the show. Uh, the Bruce, you can you can call in any time, Bruce, or if you want to leave voice messages, you can do that too. Uh, this is Discord from Terry. Smitty. B-Man asked, what's your stat projection for A.J. Brown? Um, stat projection for A.J. Brown. Let's give him... What what did he have yardage-wise last year? Let's take a look. Because he's going he's gonna to be way better than last year. People acting like he's a volume concern. Um, A.J. Brown was a victim of being a Tennessee Titan. And now he's going to get overfed by this man named Jalen Hurts who's going to go... Straight to the moon. To the moon. Absolutely love Jalen this year. So, um, 13 games, 14 games, uh, you know, 16 games. A.J. Brown's missed some time. That's his concern. That's the concern. It's the only concern I have. Knees play more than 14 games. That is a concern. But he's never had more than 1075. I think that's going to change. Give me 12. Give me 1,200. Give me 1,200. Give me 85 receptions instead of the 63 and 70 garbage. And give me 10 to 11 TDs. That's going to put him in the top 10. I think A.J. Brown's going to actually go beast mode. So give me A.J. Brown all day long. A.J. Brown season is in full effect. Let's go A.J. Brown. Let's get a moonshot. 
the moon. Definitely, definitely feel moon moon worthy in 2022. Another Discord message. B man also says I'm starting to like Ceh and Pesco as sneaky RB2. Any fear of Ceh goes down. Uh, McLaren gets the work instead of P- uh, Pacheco. Paco. Paco. <laughs> Terry. Uh, Pacheco, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think Pacheco's the guy for now. Pa- I was like, Pascal. He's not. He's a wide receiver. I was like, okay. Um, you, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Pacheco together are pretty crafty. I think it's a really crafty running back three, like a flex. What's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to and where are you from? Yo, Smitty. This is Ryan. I'm from North Carolina. Ryan from North Carolina. What's up, Ryan? Appreciate you calling in, man. What can I do for you? Uh, yeah, man. I just had a kind of a random question. Who do you got as a better stack? Josh Allen, Gabe, Gabe Davis, or Hertz with Devontae Smith? Josh Allen, Gabe, da- Josh Allen, Gabe Davis. I mean, I love Jalen Hurts, but but Gabe Davis is arguably better than Devontae Smith right now. Even though Devontae Smith has the potential, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he could. I'd much rather have Gabe Davis over him at this juncture because of, you know, Josh Allen's a little bit of level above Jalen, even though I love Jalen. He's a level above him in that he's a, a, a gunslinger. Jalen's a, a going to be a potential gunslinger, but he's also going to run a, a ton. So Gabe Davis has a clear advantage over Devontae Smith, even though I still like him a lot for the long term, and I hope he does develop. Um, but Josh Allen and Gabe Davis by, by a lot, by a lot. What okay. You, uh, what about if, what if you, what about if you you switch Devonte to AJ Brown? Does that give you enough? To give me put- give me AJ Brown. It hurts probably, but it, I mean Josh Allen's that good that it like makes me hesitate. But give me AJ Brown. It hurts over Josh Allen and and Gabe Davis. But I mean honestly, if the wind blew a certain way, I could go the other way. I could go the other way, but but AJ Brown. I mean, because if AJ Brown, let's say, did get hurt or something, that's the one concern I have. Then you're like, man, I could have had Gabe Davis and, and Josh Allen. So it's something to think about. You need to hesitate on it. You need to really probably mull it over. I probably need more time to actually iron that one out of my own head. But I'd say knee jerk reaction. Give me the guy that I, I would rank in the. I'd rank. I'd draft AJ Brown in the t- in the top three rounds. So you know, I kind of have to say that. But Josh and Gabe are pretty darn good. You know, and you could all you could make the argument like if Diggs went down, Gabe Davis is going to the moon. And if Diggs doesn't go down, there's a lot of people, not a big fan club, but a, a pretty decent sized fan club for Gabe Davis um, being the top wide receiver there. It's not it's not a very it's not a very well received uh, take, but it's certainly you know possible. I mean, Gabe Davis looked so good at the end of the year, and a lot of people would just say you can't extrapolate that. But I mean, look at him. In the preseason, you know, so I don't know, but I, I would say AJ Brown and Hurts though, just because Hurts could literally be the number one quarterback in fantasy. He he could, he could. He's if he runs for nine hundred yards and ten touchdowns on the ground, I mean, bro, Hurts could finish as a top three quarterback, you know. So give me AJ Brown and, and Hurts, but it's it's close. All right, all right, man. Appreciate you. Man. Appreciate it. Later. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Where are you calling from? Smitty, what's up, man? This is the Turtle Herman. I'm calling from New York. What's up, Turtle? What's up, man? I got a question for you. Well, I want your opinion on this. Okay. Um, 
who's got more upside this year, C.D. Lamb or Javante Williams? Um, I mean, half PPR. Uh, so Lamb versus Williams. Uh, I'm going to say Javante yeah. by by a lot. It's not that I don't like Lamb. It's not that I don't consider Lamb. You know, when both are on the board. But the only reason I'm considering both is because I think I could get Javante too. If you told me Javante will be gone the next pick, I'm taking Javante every time. If you told me at number eight overall that I there's no way Javante is going to last past pick nine, I would probably take Javante eight overall if I had to. The thing is, I want when I say that, I'm really careful even throwing this out there because people take it wrong. People don't listen. They don't listen. They literally just heard me say, now he's a first rounder. He's not a first-rounder. Javante is a second-round pick, and be glad he is. I'm not taking Javante any higher than I have to because I'm winning leagues because he's my second-drafted player. Javante Williams is your second-drafted player, has so much more kick than being your first-drafted player. So if you don't take advantage of it, you're literally leaving value on the table. It's basically like a waitress coming over with a pitcher of water. You've got an empty cup. She's starting to fill it. It's halfway full. It's three quarters the way full. You pull the cup away, walk away from the table, and she continues to pour onto the table all over the place. Not drafting Javante where you can get away with it is leaving so much on the table. So, but in a in a vacuum, give me Javante over... Honestly, bro, in a vacuum, give me Javante over almost anybody that is in a top three wide receiver or JT if I'm forced to, to play that game. If I'm forced to play that game, that's where I value him. But guess what? I don't have to play that game. I can take Javante at 2.1 pretty much all day long. You know? And yeah, that's no where Lamb... I mean, in, Lam- in my league, I'm actually... In my league, I'm probably playing that game right now, honestly. Um, I think uh, it's a keeper league, and at the corner, he's most likely going to take a wide receiver, even if it's like a hill. But I'm assuming if C.D. Lamb were to get there, and uh, honestly, I'm definitely high on Javante, so uh, I think I'm going to go with him. Yeah, go Javante, man. He, He Like, again... Bold, bold is supposed to feel uncomfortable, right? It's always uncomfortable. My famous phrase that I use that people get a kick out of, but it's true. If 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 things are uncomfortable until they happen, they're always going to be uncomfortable until they happen. You know, you go to the moon. You're not going to go to the moon. You land on the moon. Everyone's going to tell you you can't do something or something can't happen until it happens. You know how many people said how dumb it was for me to like Josh Allen is the number one to five quarterback coming in as a rookie and especially coming out of his rookie year, even after he ran very well and actually impressed a lot of people. Do you know how many people came at my neck even after that point, bro? And said, okay, Smitty, I hear you. You said Josh Allen's going to be a top one to five quarterback entering his rookie year, but he just proved he can't throw. He's horrible throwing the football. He can run Smitty, but he'll never make it in the NFL. He's inaccurate. He's garbage. Even coming out of his second season, he's still not accurate enough, Smitty. Now look at Josh Allen. When you say something like, Hurts will be the next Josh Allen or something, you get people that have the nerve to come to me and say, you can't say that. What do you mean I can't say that? How can I not say that? Out of anybody, I should be able to say that. If I have on record talking about Josh Allen being a 1-5 to quarterback when everyone wrote him off. So things are always going to be uncomfortable until they happen. And calling Javante Williams 
the next JT, being arguably the number one running back at the end of the year, it's going to be very uncomfortable until it doesn't until it happens. And when it happens, guess what? There's going to be very few people that feel the same way they feel about that now later, and they're going to forget they felt the way they felt now because it's so easy to block it out and act like you didn't have these strong feelings against that statement and be like, no, we all knew he was... I guarantee you, bro, every person you come across, you say, Javante Williams, I bet you didn't think he'd be the number one running back in 2022, even though it happened. Let's say it happens, okay? We're, we're sitting here this time next year. You ask 100 people that you know, I bet you didn't think Javante would be the number one running back. You know what they would say? 90% of them, 90 out of 100 would say, no, I knew he could do it. I just wasn't sure if they'd give him the ball enough. Everyone would say that. Everyone, although right now people laugh at it. They laugh at it. It's always uncomfortable yeah. until it happens, bro. Trust your gut. No, I I get it, man. Um, I just have, you know, PTSD from drafting uh, C.J. Anderson from back in the day on the Denver Broncos. So, you, know. <laughs> so, you know what? You know. Hey, I was, I was picturing you <laughs> saying C-E-H when you said C. Oh, you yeah, said, right. you're, you're holding on to the pat a little too late, long <laughs> You're no, holding on to the. I'm just joking. No, no, I know, that. but if that is at all fe- affecting you, I could see like a Clyde, you know, like that was recent or something. But like CJ, and like that's a long time ago, bro. How many years ago was that? Like two thousand. I, I think back in the day. I think back in the day, I took him like sixth overall. I was super hyped on him. I I just saw again a path, <laughs> just like kind of his, not similar, but yeah. Uh, I remember know. him. I remember him. Do you remember Quentin Griffin? Oh yeah! Dude. You remember how good Absolutely. Quentin Griffin looked for like half of a, a off season? It was like Quentin Griffin was yeah, exactly. Bro, Quentin Griffin looked like and Denver always produced running backs. It was Terrell Davis. It was on and on and on and on. Quentin Griffin, they really do, and and that's and that's the thing you want to chase these running backs yeah. that are over in Denver. So they always and because again these these guys could produce league winning uh, upside. So yeah, and I think it's the same thing with uh, CD Lamb as well, but. You know what? C.D. Lamb definitely scares me too because people are dropping like flies. He was pulling up like the, with a little injury here and there, and you know uh, I'm keeping Jamar Chase in my main league, and I get him for a fifth round price. So nice. um, I'm definitely in in a in Bro. a spot where, like I was saying, I could take Javante. You know, even with my pick at the corner, so I'm at eleven. Bro, watch my watch and, uh, my watch my um, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow video that I just dropped uh, a couple hours ago. Um, if you haven't watched it already, go get go get Burrow and cuff him to your fifth round value keeper value of Jamar Chase, and then start building around that. And it's got it's a recipe to win your league. I like the sound of that, man. All right, I'm gonna let you go. All right, man. Appreciate Have you. Good night, brother. Later. All right, Dallin. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Bruce, what are you doing? Are you are you dialing in, Bruce? What are you doing? Uh, guys, I posted Burrow Chase Premiere on Discord. Go check it. Thank you, Terry. Terry's gonna post all the, the the recent shows in there. If anybody wants to talk about them, like, hey, what was what was talked about during that show? What was talked about during this show? Ben, I don't know why your call got missed, but dial in again, Ben. Javante Lamb. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I understand why people ask it, but Javante season, baby. Javante season. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? And actually, I'm going to I'm gonna merge in the Bruce as well. Oh, Bruce, try him one more time, Bruce. Uh, what's up? What's up? Who am I talking to? 
Uh, what's up? It's Open 24 Hours. What's, what's up, up Open 24? Appreciate you calling in, buddy. I got a dynasty question if you want to entertain it. Yeah, of course. All right, cool. So um, I got a pretty deep team in um, a 10 team. It's tiered PPR, so it's half point uh, PPR for running backs, full PPR for receivers, and 1.5 PPR for tight ends. Okay. All right, so it's 10 teams. Uh, I got second place last year, but the team ahead of me is a monster. So okay. um, I got a deep lineup, and I got an offer. I would receive Mike Evans, and I give Alan Lazard and Chase Edmonds. What do you think? No. Chase Edmonds and Lazard? I don't even want those guys in my lineup, yeah. bro. All right, fair enough. But yeah. my second receiver right now would be either Lazard or Robert Woods. So I have Tyreek Hill, but my second wide receiver spot in my lineup is pretty pretty uh, desperate. Yeah. I got uh, a, a bunch of tight ends that I can play in my flex. I got running backs out the ass. Yeah, but, but, uh, but my only good receiver is, is Tyreek Hill and maybe Lazard if he comes through. Yeah, but you still can't make a bad trade just because you have a bad spot that you're in. Like, that's not even close. Not even close. Like, who so knows think- if- Chase isn't even going to be – I mean, I like Lazard a little bit, but you don't even know if he's going to be, you know, in there catching, you know, majority of the of the balls there. I like him a little bit, but not for Evans. Evans is going to crush him. For some context, uh, ne- neither Evans or Lazard would probably make my lineup. I have uh, a running back. I have uh, Najee Harris, Kamara, Zeke Elliott, uh, Damian Pierce, Gainwell. Like, my running backs are pretty stacked. So I, oh, I have Austin Eckler. So why would you why would you trade oh, Evans then? I mean, I mean, no, no, I would be getting Evans. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Evans is a smash. So smash Evans. And yeah. Uh, and Edmonds, well, well, well what I Edmonds, what I no said problem. was what I said was that Edmonds and Lazard are. I don't even want them on my team. Oh, I thought you said Evans. Okay, okay. No, I got you. Edmonds. So yeah, smash except Evans, right? That's what I was yeah. thinking too. I just wanted to get a second. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever side. I don't. I mean, sometimes I. I don't know how you. Sometimes you guys. You guys word it backwards, or you word it a certain way. So I'm just telling you who I would take most of the time. But Evan Evans is going to crush Edmonds, and, and I mean, yeah, no, it's not even close. I don't. Even, I don't want to start Chase Edmonds. I don't want to start Alan Lazard. Yeah. I never want to see those guys crack my lineup, or I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah. And e- Evans is a you. top with my lineup. They wouldn't be cracking it anyway. Yeah, so. I mean that's I a smack. Like, uh, in, in a in a way, almost take a lap worthy to ask the question, but then again, take your victory lap after as well. So make sure you take a double lap, a victory lap, take a lap. <laughs> All right, it's thanks, bro. E- easy, easy deal. All right, appreciate, it, man. The Bruce, what's up, the Bruce? Nothing, Cindy. What's going on? Not much. I uh, I owe you guys an explanation why I wasn't on her test for for a couple days. Yeah, where you been? Were you with Tom Brady? No, no, I wish. I mean, we haven't seen no, no, the no, Bruce no. and Tom Brady in the same room ever before. I'm just saying, you know, and you go missing right when Tom Brady goes missing, kind of feels a little bit, you know, strange. So what happened? Are you okay, Bruce? Yeah, I'm fine. We got into a little uh, little legal situation. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay, the Bruce. Oh yeah, it's oh it's resolved. It was uh, uh, the Mrs. Boss was sending her. Uh, I guess some. What do you want to call uh, texts that one? Uh, so I told him. I said, look. I said. I said, you do it again. Next time I see you, ain't going to be no warning. I'm going to crack you. 
Okay. Well, hey, let, let, let's keep the let's, let's keep that. What, what do you got for me, fantasy wise, the Bruce? Let's let's get back to fantasy. I don't know what story you're telling, but it sounded like it was going a crazy place, and we don't we don't we don't want to promote any kind of. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't ever do that. All right. What, what do you got? Don't make my mistake. Yeah, I don't even know what you said, but right. let's move on. What do you got for me, man? Uh, I got the I got the draft on Thursday, right around <laughs> our uh, showtime. Okay. But I got the tenth pick. Um, should I go Swift and Javante, or should I take, uh, let's say, or should I take like Lamb over Swift? I, I, Swift and Javante are my number one draft strategy approach. What's up, Mark Cleveland? So I'm doing that all day long. Javante's a lock. Javante's a lock. Could could I go Lamb and Javante instead of uh, Swift and Javante? Yes. And, and, and a lot of times I draft Swift ahead of Javante because I think I can get both of them that, that way. Um, and I also like moving Javante's ADP down. <laughs> so we, we, Every chance I get, I try and help out. Take one for the team. But... Yeah. I feel like I feel like I go Swift and Javante nine times out of ten, and the only reason I don't, uh, you know, cha- JD, do I have a redraft ranking? Of course I do. Go to the fantasyfootballshow.com. I'm year round, bro. I'm year round dynasty, year round redraft, year round trade calculators, year round articles, year round bold predictions. There's no draft kit. This whole draft kit nonsense. My draft kit's coming out. What do you mean draft kit? Where we live. This stuff. It's 365. And, and you can go there by going to thefantasyfootballshow.com to get my content. Bold predictions. Text advice. One-on-one text advice. Year-round text advice. Year-round, JD. That's how we roll. Um, I don't know what we're talking about. What were we talking about, the Bruce? Uh, it was like Lamb over Swift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take Swift. Yeah. I mean, you, you get like DK and McLaurin later, DK and Waddle later. You're fine at wide receiver. Don't even... Don't even worry about it. Okay, yeah. But 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 tenth pick out of ten teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But balance is good too. Like if you went Lamb and Javante, I'd be okay with it. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's uh, an- let's answer the super chat real quick. Uh, Russian collusion with the twenty dollars. I'm sorry, I just noticed that. I'm like, here I am, just avoiding Russian collusion. <laughs> Russian. Yeah. Russian, you still here? Yeah, I'm, I'm oblivious sometimes of what's going on around me, Russian. There could be people in the house taking stuff. Like, it could be a, a burglary behind me, and I wouldn't even notice in some cases. Uh, Russian dropping a $20 wad. Let's give him one more standing O for the $20 holler. Russian. Russian says, here's my team. Rate my team. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Trey Lance. I assume this is a 2QB league. ETN. Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, Stevenson, Swift. Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you get in all these players? Um, okay, wide receivers are a little light, and that explains why, but I still love your team. Uh, Bateman, uh, Pickens, Sutton, Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Fryermuth. I mean, this is a phenomenal squad. I'd be tempted to poke around. I mean, when, when Brian Robinson gains value, Stevenson gains value, you could maybe upgrade Bateman into a, a low-end wide receiver one. So look to do that. But phenomenal team. I'd say I don't even care that your wide receivers are weak. You could go poke it around at some sort of trade very, very easily with ease. You could get a lot done. 
Um, but man, Russian, appreciate the super chat. Appreciate the team. Does Grant have a site we can purchase items from? For as far as his his, his helmets and stuff, I don't think he sells them like that. But I'll I'll find out. He he does more you know big swap and trade things. I don't think he has actual like eBay store or something like that. But you can go to Grant's uh, Instagram, which I've I've put in the chat. Everybody should be, you know, going in, going and in, and in, in following him on IG. But uh, Russian, I appreciate you, my man. Hey, uh, hey, the Bruce. Did you see the the Grant take my Grant's Tomlinson jersey we're giving away? And did you see the Tyreek helmet? Yes, I did. It was actually really, really cool. Yeah, that, that Tyreek helmet is so good. That's going to the Cooper Cup winner. Um, th- this right here. Thanks for your time and donations, Grant. You rock. Uh, I was a little late getting that out there, Ron. Appreciate you sending that for him. I'll let him know. Grant, Grant's a man, a man of the people. Grant's awesome. Uh, Raul asked you, Hurts, Gordon for Lance Cook's Bills running back. Okay, so Cook, Jared Cook and Lance for Hurts and Gordon. Give me, give me Lance and Cook, I suppose, because I don't. Go- I don't know. Yeah, I guess Lance and Cook, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I. It's kind of like one of those. What's the point trades? You know. Like you're, you're I kind of like hurts a little more this year. I don't know that Gordon and Cook are that much different. I like Cook a little more. I don't know if it's dynasty, then I love the Lance and Cook side more. If it's redraft, it's like kind of like an even yeah. kind of move. I don't know. I, I guess I would probably go Hurts, Gordon, because I don't know if I really believe. Do you believe Cook's gonna really do much all year? I'm gonna go ahead and say give me Hurts. I guess I love Lance too. Lance is top five to seven for me for fantasy quarterbacks, but Hertz could be, you know, four to seven. So it's like a slight difference for me. Uh, Kenny, Kenny says he dropped a, a voicemail. Let me go to that one real quick. Here's Kenny's. Hey, Smitty, I know you're high on Davis Mills. How do you feel about his weapons this year? Are you buying Nico Collins and Bevan Jordan? Oh, I already got to that one. Nico Collins. Yeah, thanks. And what about this one, Bruce? Let's hit this one. Can Amari Cooper still be a usable three with Watson out, or do you think he falls into the flex or keep him on your bench territory? What do you think, Bruce? You think uh, you think uh, Amari Cooper's for sure still a wide receiver three? I think so. I think a wide receiver three, not a wide receiver two, but I, I think I, I think he's a receiver three or a flex, depending on how you go with wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Swift or Mixon? Give me Swift. I could understand either side of this, but give me Swift. Swift is a top seven pick for me this year. Which do you prefer? Josh Allen, Javante, Mitchell, Diggs, Lamb, or or B. Lance? I think you just mean Lance. Lance, Najee, Javante, Lamb, Keenan, Allen. I don't know, Josh Allen, Mitchell, Diggs, Diggs, Lamb, so Keenan Allen, Lamb, Diggs, Lamb, Javante, Najee, Mitchell, Javante, give me the Lance team, I believe, because you got Najee, that's close though, I don't know, that's again, like almost what's the point, like, it's like, a, take, take a little away, give a little, alright Bruce, you got anything else for me? Yeah, uh, what round? I know we're talking about Brian Robinson a lot. What round should we be targeting him? Like, towards the end, or should we just let him... You know what I mean? 
Um, go undrafted and try to get him on the waivers. Yeah, honestly, I don't think there's an ADP for him yet. We don't really know. We don't really know what Brian Robinson's ADP is going to truly be. I would say it's before double digit rounds. Now it was like double digit rounds. Some people didn't draft him, and then the moment that news came out that that Mel that Gibson was running with the special teams in the third string, and then Brian Robinson comes in and starts the game. It, it's it's. We don't know. We don't know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if he was going in round eight or nine. But do I think that's a good okay. place to take him yet? I would say not yet, but it could get there. You know, right now Gibby's going ahead of him still because people don't know what's going on. People are oblivious. Their magazine drafters have no clue. And so, if you want both of them, which isn't a bad idea for a flex or late running back two emergency, you screwed up your running back two drafting. You need a running back two badly. It's a pretty good move. Gibson and Brian Robinson cuffing them together in that emergency scenario. But you got to take Gibson before you take B-Rob, which is weird. But it is what it is. But, I, I you know, yep. 9, 10, I don't know. But it, if it climbs, it climbs, and I'm probably willing to take him a little higher. Um, all right. Yeah, that's all, man. All right, Bruce. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Glad to have you back. Everybody's been wondering where you are. So, <laughs> well, now they know, but kids don't do what I did. Yeah, I didn't even know hear what you said, but I don't know if it was gotten. I said kids don't do what I did. Yeah, don't no, but I didn't hear what you, know. you even said you did. You just said you're in a legal mess. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. that's too, uh, too bad. All right. See you later, Bruce. Appreciate right. you. Bye. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I? Oh, Jocelyn, call back. I don't know why it hung up. Um, I have the 12-13 turn picks. Who should I pick? Swift and Javante or uh, Devontae and Javante? Uh, I'm going, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, both are good. Both are good. I don't think you can go wrong either way. I think balance is okay. I mean, Devontae Adams and Swift are pretty close. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. I've got, I've got both of you on the line, Kyle and Jocelyn. Uh, let's start off with Jocelyn. Kyle, hang tight for me. You can interject, but uh, you know I can, can hear both of you. Jocelyn, what's up? Hey, bud. So I just wanted to ask you: um, in a startup dynasty league, who would you rather pick with your um, with the third overall pick, um, Najee Harris or Javante Williams? Najee Harris or Javante Williams? Um, I think, like at the end of the day, like I like in a, like I always say, I'm getting on a plane. The doors are closing. I think Javante's going to outscore him, but I don't think you can take him above. You got to trade down. You got to play the draft capital game to an extent. Not because you should draft players you don't like. I love Najee Harris. I think Najee's going to have a great year, but you want to make sure you play the ADP game to a to a degree. So you aren't reaching like Javante can be had at the 12, 13 turn. It, it, you said, is this dynasty? Dynasty. Yes. Yeah. Dynasty startup. If it's dynasty, you know what? Give me Javante. I don't care what people say. Javante. If it's re if it's redraft, you can't, you can't, if it's redraft, you've got to play the ADP game to your advantage. If it's dynasty, give me Javante. I know people won't like that, I but, but give me Javante in the top five in dynasty. Easy. Yeah, I think he's the number one running back. I think he's the number one running back. Right. 
So if it's dynasty, right. I don't even yeah. I don't care what people think. I'm not passing on them. I'm not letting somebody else because I'm afraid to take them and make a bold statement. I'm not going to watch somebody else have Javante on their team and just be like, uh, should have tuck him. <laughs> you know, like what what a horrible way to live. Right? Yeah, because uh, because um, in like one of my drafts next week, I have the third because I have the third overall pick in the dynasty league, and I'm and I'm debating between Najee. And Javante, so um, I mean, I was leaning but, but I mean, you know, it's hard to pass up Javante when you know I can keep him, you know, for the next you know two, three, four years on my team. You know, correct, so, correct, uh, correctly stated. Uh, Russian collusion, cold dropping monster wads on the screen. Let's give these guys a to the moon. Um, you you boys mind if I read these these questions and l- let me read this out loud to Kyle and Kyle and I can answer this first one. G Money says if I take JT at the one point one, is it reasonable to trade him after the draft for Javante and another piece? Absolutely reasonable. If you can't trade down, I think JT could get outscored by Javante. I'm not saying count count on it. I'm not saying I draft Javante over JT. Even in a dynasty startup, it's very close. But in this scenario, I love the way you're thinking. I think you can definitely get Javante for JT. I think it's an outstanding approach, but you have to make sure you're getting a very nice piece, G-Money. So, like, give me an example if you can. Uh, do you guys agree? Kyle, what do you think of that? I Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I would definitely trade down. You can get a receiver and Javante. And and as far as uh, Johnson's question, I'm definitely taking Javante. That offense is better, and Melvin Gordon's wheels are about to fall off. So uh, Pittsburgh is going to take him a couple of years to I think, get back to starting. Yeah. Um, what, what question did you have when you called up, Kyle? Well, I had uh, I, I, I just had a couple of drafts, so I, I just wanted to chat about what my team looks like and – uh, you know, I, I, I first want to shout you out and just say that nobody in the industry is doing these call into the show type type things. And it, it's super cool that, you know, you're creating community and, and really just at the top of the game in the fantasy industry, in my opinion, because, you know, I am glued to the stuff and, and nobody's doing this. So it, it's pretty cool that you're out here, you know, truly for us uh, around the clock. So thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Appreciate that there are people that appreciate it because, uh, it, you know, I don't think people realize how hard it is to to go impromptu style all the time. Like, there's a lot of moving parts, you know, that go on to this. So, you, you know, I've got two callers on one line right here. got the chat going. Like, there's a lot going on. But I'm built for it. I'm here to do it. I work for you, Kyle. Let's take. Let's let's do it. Give me your team. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I actually, I got two teams, but I, I'm going to hit you with this one first because I, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I got Hurts, Chase, Hill, Thielen, uh, Najee Harris. I got him on the way back. Etienne, Brees Hall. Wow. And then you know my we have we have an additional flex spot. So my my bench is like Alave, Sky Moore, Lance. Wow. Uh, Dotson. Yeah, Najee, Etienne, Chase. Um, who's your wide receiver too? Hill. Who's yeah, your, who's Tyreek. who's your quarterback? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, bro. You, I mean, what 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 size league? I missed Burrow by a pick. I was really upset because Hurts yeah. and Lamar and Kyler were all on the board, 
And so I was like, I can, you know, pick up this because we're, we're three receivers deep and two flexes. So I picked up Thielen and then was expecting to hit Joe Burrow what, and get that stack. But what size league? Snipes one pick before. What size league? What was that? What size league? How many grandmas? Uh, it's 12 team. Oh. 12 team. There's a couple grandmas. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, cash money's cash money, bro. <laughs> money. Yeah. Nice job. 12, te- I mean, 12 teamer. That's crazy. Crazy. All right, Jocelyn, you got anything else? Um, no, man, that was pretty much it, man. I mean, I'm, I mean, like I said, I mean, my, uh, my, uh, dynasty league draft is, uh, next week. So I, I'm just, you know, debating, you know, between Najee and Javante, but I mean, the more, but you know, like the more I think about it, uh, the more I'm leaning, you know, Javante, you know, even the better offense, I think he'll have more elite years then Najee. Um, so I think uh, I think come next week, if he's there, I mean, I'll definitely have to pick him over Najee. Yeah, I, I would if it's dynasty. I would I would make the call. Like, look, I I get I get tier based rankings. I get drafting positions. I understand their strategic you know advantages of such things. But like at the end of the day, you also have to have fun. And if you, and I'm not right. saying there's anything wrong with watching Najee play football. I love Najee Harris, but if there's a player you want, and it's a little bit of a reach, like you know, make sure you draft the players you want to watch play on Sundays. You know, what what makes it fun for you as well? You know, because you could always keep building around this, even if it's a tiny misstep or whatever. Javante gets unleashed like week eight, and we're all wrong about what happens in weeks one through seven. And he comes in week eight, and it's too late. You. You don't even win your money. You're still building on Javante. It's got more value to you than than redraft value. So, I, I like the move, my man. I like it. Right. Okay. Put the I big like balls the, on the uh, table, Jocelyn. <laughs> you what, Kyle? Huh? I said, put the big balls on the table, Jocelyn. Take Javante to the moon. Right, man, I, will. <laughs> I will to the moon, man. To the moon. Yeah, Jocelyn knows all about putting the cojones on the table. That dude dropped a three hundred dollars super chat once, so. Uh, Avatar is still holding the lead strong. Nobody's knocked him off for a while. Avatar four ninety nine. Anybody that gets it gets a custom shirt with their team on it, just so they know. Um, Jocelyn, anything else? Um, no, maybe that's that's uh, pretty much it for today, man. Okay, Thank you. I appreciate you. Hey, Jocelyn, you call in any time. My door is always open, even when I'm on the phone. I I merge the call to make sure you get on because you know I appreciate you so much. All right, guys. All right. Kyle, see you later, pal. You got anything else? Uh, I got one more lineup, if you don't mind, but I know you got other folks. Um, I'll I'll merge Steven in. Steven, Steven, if you could just hang tight right there. I'm going to have you merge, but I want to hear. Yeah, Kyle, what do you got? What's the last thing you got? Yeah, this is my $50 work league. uh, So, you know, I want to bag the work work homies. Uh, Joe Burrow, Swift, Etienne, Jefferson. Moore, Schultz, Sutton, uh, and then I got Ayuk and Hopkins, Algier, Dawson, D. Rob. Um, two flexes again. Mm-hmm. Good, good squad. Uh, repeat it one more time. One more time. Yeah. So Burrow, smoking cigar. Burrow, uh, Swift, Etienne, Jefferson, uh, DJ Moore. Schultz, yeah, that's good, Sutton. bro. Uh, good, good then, team. I mean, I had. Ayuk, Hopkins, 
Chase Edmonds, Algier, Brian Robinson. That's good, bro. You're a good team. You've been doing. You've been doing some good work. You've been busy. I've been listening to you. Really yeah. Good. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, with my own take, of course, but. Uh, Hey, the you know, Edmonds take is, is a little bit of my my pepper. <laughs> the Edmonds take is what? The Edmonds pick that that's a little bit of my preference, Wayne. And I know you don't like Edmonds, but yeah. Hey, look, uh, I think look, they paid him for a reason. Look, Edmonds, DJ Moore, like these guys that like I might not be super excited about. Like I'm not saying DJ Moore is on Edmonds level. I'm just saying like sometimes people are like, why don't you like DJ Moore? Cole, appreciate you. Why don't you like DJ Moore? Like, I do like DJ Moore, but I'm not taking him at, like, 4.1, 3.8. Um, I don't hate Chase Edmonds as much as I, I probably sound like I do. But, like, this is a tough spot to be in for a running back because it's it's loaded with players. They're going to be handing the ball off to Tyreek Hill and Waddle like 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 their Debo Samuel each. Uh, so, it's just it's tough for me to imagine Chase Edmonds balling out. That's all. But but trust your gut. Like I could be totally wrong. We don't know what McDaniel's offense is going to look like. So you never know, bro. You never know. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to do what feels right and what you enjoy for sure. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Smitty. You have a great day, man. Yeah, thanks. Okay, Stephen, and then I got James Conklin. If you yep. can hang, hang tight, right there, Conklin. Uh, Stephen, what do you got? Oh, you're good. All right, man. So I have a, I have a one-one pick. I just found that out in a ten-team league at PPR. So with the one-one, I'm definitely going to take Jonathan Taylor. Now uh, with the set on the way back, because uh, I, I definitely have the, the two back-to-back picks. Uh, who who are some of the names that I can be looking at? You think that Javante will still be there if I'm lucky, or is it? I mean, is there, uh, who do you who do you think that I can keep an eye out for if like uh, I get to that turn and. Uh, like who are some of the names I can look out if it's for? An, if it's like you know a group of people that don't know what's going on, certainly you could see Javante there, but more than likely not. I wouldn't plan on it. Tyreek Hill's really good there when he falls. Um, you know, I, it's tough. That's a tough spot. I, that's why I don't love the one point one this year. Everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I'd rather have the twelve pick. I'd take the twelve pick at a heartbeat over the one point one. You know, like if Javante yeah. were to fall and Tyreek Hill, then of course you I'd rather have the one point one if I knew that. But I'd rather have Swift and Javante, Devontae Adams and, and and Javante. You know, I'd rather have Javante and somebody than have just J, you know JT and so. So like it's tough for me, but I I think it really depends. Like if Kelsey were to fall, I would take Kelsey. Other than that, I'm probably not taking a tight end. If uh, AJ Brown's there okay. and I don't like any of the other options, sometimes I reach on AJ Brown and I take him. Um, you know, Josh Allen's somebody to consider, but with Joe Burrow falling to six round range on the regular, like why, why not just wait for Joe Burrow? Um, so yeah, I, honestly, like I end up taking Brees Hall and like, uh, you know, hopefully a Tyreek Hill, you know, hopefully you get it like maybe you reach okay. on one of them, but you at least get somebody that's a value at, at 24 overall. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, cause. Um, just, I was just going to say, because what you were talking about is, is like maybe I'll get lucky because some of the people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I know as, as far as I know, uh, it seems like the people that are actually going to be in the draft might, uh, don't really know like what's going on. And like, I don't, I don't like, they don't really like know what they're doing. So maybe I could get lucky with that. Uh, like, I'm not too sure. Bro, this is what you got to do. Ready? This is what you do. Okay. Yep. Let's see. Can, can you, can you hear me? Can you guys hear yep. me? Here, here it is. Walk yeah. into your draft with your folders in your arms and walk in and just go like this. 
Hey guys, hey guys, hold on. Melvin Gordon, 55 yard run. Okay, cool. All right, gotta go. Bye. Gotta draft. Walk in. <laughs> Just sit down. Sit down and see what it does. Just let it resonate. Let it resonate. Maybe it affects something. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I, I, if you get right. if you get Javante at, 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 at Conklin likes that Conklin's all about the trickery. Like this guy's always trying to get me to do something like oh, yeah. with the ADPs. Well, like I, wait, wait, because because you, you want to know why, Smitty? It could actually work out too, is because like in the ESPN uh, rankings, he's actually uh, he's actually like pretty low, and like that's where we're gonna be drafted. And like I was, like you're talking about that these people don't really know that much. They might be going off a of base of like the ESPN rankings because yeah. it's like a computer draft. So they'll definitely like be going off of like who's there for like on ESPN. So that's why I'm thinking that maybe I might have a chance of actually getting them because that like as far as I know, like I, I did like a mock draft like just to see like where ESPN's like rankings are at, and there's like a good chance that he could be at least at the second. So, but round, he, here's but, the downside so that, though: if the ADP updates in time, then then it's like yep. you walk into your draft and, and Javante's being suggested at 18 overall. Like you got to take him. You got and then you're like, God, this guy doesn't know that Javante should be going here. And then the ADP's like Javante, you know, 18 yeah. overall, take him. Like I don't think Javante's ADP will be below 24. I, in like a, I don't know, maybe it will. In the next couple of days, I can't imagine him sitting at under 24 overall. That that's crazy. Like well, I. I but 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 hey, if it, if it happens, yes, if it happens, you're gonna get him. Like it's okay. all about the it's all about the pre rate. Well, okay, and I wanted to ask you because um, I haven't heard that many people talk about it. Uh, in your opinion, because like with some of these guys that are suspended and they're gonna be missing like some time, like like especially like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, where do you like where do you feel comfortable taking with a guy like that, knowing that like the watch the wide receiver positions deep and you do have like some guys. So it's not like you're going to be uh, relying on him as like a wide receiver one, maybe as like, depending on how you load up, maybe you're looking at him as like a flex option or, or something like that. Or like, like a week, uh, you know, like your wide receiver three or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man, this could, it could go so many different ways. I, I, I love, I love, sorry. I got uh, so many alarms going off here. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a draft call that I'm jumping to right now. Somebody ordered a draft call, so I do have to actually end the show here. But you guys got anything final you want to say real quick? Just real quick. I got literally like 30 seconds. I got no, a that's it. That that was good. Evaluated. All right. What what what'd you say? I said I got a trade. I'm trying to get evaluated. I can punch it right now. All right, hit me real quick, and then we got to jump. All right, it's a uh, dynasty trade. Okay. okay, it involves my favorite player Isaiah Pacheco. Okay, so that's the question. Um, I'm giving up Pacheco and Terry McLaurin for D Hop and Allen Robinson. Pacheco for D. I already took this guy's. Yeah, I already took this guy's first round pick. You're trading so. Pacheco and D Hop. No, I'm trading for D Hop and Allen Robinson. I'm giving up. Terry McLaurin, who has the worst quarterback oh, in the NFL throwing to him, and Pacheco. Pacheco's on my taxi. He's not even on my roster right now. Dynasty, dynasty trade? Yeah, dynasty trade. I'd, I'd rather have I'd rather have the McLaurin side by a, by a lot. Even with Carson Wentz? 
I mean, he's better than he's been dealing with, and his situation still could get upgraded. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking. I mean, I'm not. If this is dynasty, if it's keeper, it, it's, it's like easy, easy decision for me. Like really easy. Pacheco, I like a lot. Okay. You know, McLaurin's a top three. He's a three round pick. Top three round pick. I mean, obviously, I like Pacheco. I've been banging the Pacheco beat before anybody else right, was. Right, but, but it's not. It's not even like close, that, bro. That, that's not even close. That, in, that incredibly. Yeah, let's take a lap. Me, uh, you do that, you're taking a lap. But hey, I got to jump. I appreciate Stephen and and James. I appreciate you both. You guys rock. You guys make the show. I work for you. All right. Uh, I'll I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, maybe tonight on the Q and A. Appreciate Bye. you. Bye. All right, guys, that will do it for today. I appreciate it. Oh, I got to answer these super chats. Uh, still trading round one pick. If so, bottom bottom line two plus five. Trading round one pick for two and five. I'd rather get a two and a four. I'd rather get, I mean, yeah, I'd rather get a two and a four. I don't know about a two and a five. Two and a five isn't bad. It just depends. Like if it's Javante, then I'm taking it. Uh, Rush inclusion, I got B. Robinson at the 11.7 yesterday's draft. Also not sure if you saw A.J. Brown has as my wide receiver one. I didn't. I must have missed that. A.J. Brown, with that team you have, I don't even think you need to wait for a trade then, Russian. And Russian, I appreciate you, my man. Russian's coming in strong with the Super Chats lately, and I want to give him an extra special uh, uh, round of applause. I apologize for making wait on one of those two. Sometimes I don't see everything. Uh, this right here, G Money says, I was thinking giving JT for Javante and Hill. Oh, I'd smash that in a heartbeat. Even in Dynasty, I would smash that in a heartbeat. Um, you know, I like Javante almost quietly the best player in the league. You know, I was in, in Dynasty. So, shh, shh, shh. get Tyreek Hill. Absolute smash. G Money, I appreciate your super chats too. And Ron Navy and everybody, rock out, Kenny. Everybody that comes in here dropping a fire. <laughs> So appreciate you. Terry, man in the man in the fort. Uh Cole, I'm so sorry, Cole. Cole, Cole, you've been waiting a while there, Cole. Cole. Cole, are you still here? Cole, I'm sorry. Uh rate my team. Cousins, Eckler, Brees Hall, Keenan Allen, Cooks, Hawkinson, ETN, Penny. That's a good squad right there. That's a good squad. Cousins is a, you know, Ron's gonna lo- love that. I, w- I would have gone a little, you know, a little bit stronger at the but he Duke could have thirty five. You know, touchdowns in this offense. You know, some think more. But uh, Eckler, Brees Hall, Keenan Allen, Cooks, ETN, very strong. But I will say you need one thing to happen for you, whether it's one of your bench players, you know, just exploding or you hitting that waiver wire pickup of the year, getting that Mitchell. So stay on my waivers, on my waiver show, my buy low, sell high. We just need you to do one move. Whether it's your bench, like Algier rising up and being a top ten running back, or you getting you know some some kind of waiver wire, you know Eli Mitchell you know pickup of the year. So I got you covered. Just hang with me, stay on your toes at all times, and don't miss out on this waiver wire stuff. Joel, appreciate you, Joel. Joel's never left the show. Um, Joel says the best in the industry. Appreciate you, Ron Navy with the super chat. Ron, let's go. Um, let's see here. Final super chat. I think it's awesome how everybody posting their drafts and smashing the drafts after taking in the info and putting out their smashing of their drafts. Absolutely. Ron Navy. Appreciate you all. I will see you po- possibly tonight for a Q and a I'm live every Monday through Friday. 
7 p.m. Eastern, and I go live whenever there's breaking news. On top of that, we have the Sunday recap show that we'll do. All the games for Sunday that we're going to talk about on the recap show, that'll be Sundays. Monday will be Waiver Wire. Tuesday will be Panic Chamber. Wednesday will be uh, Buy Low, Sell High. Thursday will be Q&A. Friday, Saturday, Q&As. And none of that is even talking about the late night live streams or the 7 o'clock show daily. No one's going to go live and do video more than your boy Smitty. So I appreciate everybody. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com if you want year-round content, your one-on-one text advice. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. Trade calculators, one-on-one text advice, bold predictions, you name it. And then link down below for Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. I'll give you a free phone call, free 10-minute phone call if you go uh, do that puppy today. Link in the description. Anybody that does an underdog fantasy, uh, uh, first-time deposit, 10 bucks or more, get a free phone call, 10 minutes. you got to click that link in the description. See you all tomorrow. Peace out. Thank you all for the super chats. If I missed any of them, please let me know in the chat. I answer every question pretty much. 99% of all the questions asked in my YouTube comments. So test me. Leave a comment. Ask me a question. Later.